1: Hi, this is Constance Towers, and welcome to TV Confidential.
0: A reminder that Paul Dooley will join us in our second hour, plus we'll play part two of our conversation with Lee Purcell. Please join us for both those segments. In the meantime, Greg Airbar is with us for another look at recently released DVD and streaming titles that we think you will find of interest. Greg Airbar, co-author of Mousetracks, The History of Walt, Disney Records and the author of the forthcoming Hanna-Barbera, The Recorded History. You can also read Greg Airbar twice a month, cartoonresearch.com. What do you have for us this week?
1: Well, we have a classic uh, superhero show from the 60s and a classic superhero show from the 80s. One of the very first, very successful hit Hanna-Barbera superhero shows from NBC Space Ghost, starring Gary Owens.
0: Space Ghost, which had two. Actually, you were. Uh, I don't know whether this is the one you were referring to, but uh, Space Ghost technically aired in both the 60s and the 70s. Correct. Uh, because it was originally part of the Space Ghost um I think Dino was, Boy. Okay, yeah, Space Ghost and Dino Boy in the 60s it ran for 1 year and then um, I I forget which show it replaced, but it was a mid-season replacement on Saturday morning which you did not see a lot of back in the day, but a half an hour dropped out and NBC was able to salvage that half an hour by repurposing Space Ghost only it now paired it with Frankenstein Junior if i remember correctly so it became the Space Ghost and that Frankenstein that's absolutely correct yes Space that's Ghost and correct. Frankenstein Junior in 1977 something like that
1: Yeah it was it was so great to see both of those back the DVD that Warner Archive recently released on Blu-ray and boy these these shows look so you wouldn't imagine cuz they're always saying, oh they don't move good and all you know But you know, they actually do, and the design and the color selection is—it's done by these extreme pro people like Alex Toth, and and you know, people who came out of classic film animation. They were the posing and the and the and the design of how the characters read on the backgrounds, and you're seeing these space these landscapes and stuff, and you're seeing them in the colors that they drew them and painted them in. You know, we never saw that on a, on a television. It's really neat to see them uh, in, in Blu-ray. It's, it, first of all, that's really cool. Um, and Space Ghost was a breakout success on NBC. Uh, it, s- superheroes were not common. Superman had premiered on CBS and also was a very big success. Space Ghost, I think, got... I think a 67-share, something what? astronomical. Wow. It was, it was huge.
0: We'll talk some more about the broadcast history of Space Ghost and the recently released Blu-ray release of Space Ghost when we continue our DVD segment with Greg Airbar. right after this. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
1: Hi, this is Norma Maltanato, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed
0: Robertson with a reminder that Paul Dooley will join us in our second hour. We'll be able to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Greg Airbar is with us as we take a look at the recently released, Blu-ray release of Space Ghost and Dina Boy available for friends at the Warner Archive. When we went to break, we were talking about the broadcast history of Space Ghost, one of the few Saturday morning shows that had two separate network TV runs. Its original Saturday morning run on CBS in 1966, and its return to Saturday morning television on NBC in 1976. When we went to break, Greg was telling us what a breakout hit Space Ghost was when it aired on CBS in 1966, receiving something like a 50 or 60 share during its original network run. A 50, 60 share in a three-network universe.
1: Yes, yes. It was ginormous. It was so exciting. It was nonstop action. And I think I mentioned before, um, that Barbera loved doing these kind of shows because... He grew up in the era of the cliffhanger serials, the Buck Rogers and the, and those kind of storybooks and stuff where the cliffhangers and the exciting adventures on radio and in movies. And so these were, these harken back to that. That's why Gary Owen's voice was that kind of voice. But these were, and comic books. These were like that, but they were modern with, with futuristic designs but they also had elements of what classic cartoons, six and seven minute cartoons had like Tom and Jerry, where you'd have a villain, that were gonna do something, and then just bring on the gags, basically, except it wasn't comedic. So Space Ghost would, Jan and Jace would be captured or some villain would pose a threat, say Spider-Woman, for those who were, uh, you know, we got Black Widow out there Well, it was Spider-Woman and she was gonna cause trouble. Not to be and confused
0: so, with the Marvel character Spider Woman.
1: No, no. Or or Black Widow. Yeah. But she was Spider Woman and she was gonna cause troubles. And so off they were in the that cool vehicle he had. You know, it was always a cool vehicle. Usually it was a Oh, oh gosh, there was one, there was there were several people who designed them, but those alone, you know, you, there would be these books, style guides that would have drawings of just those and what they looked like, because when they did the toys and the coloring books and stuff, that, those had to be done accurate too, uh, what they looked like. So they would go to the place, and then from then on, it would be just what the battle was. These beams ought to stop them. Hey, they're shooting meteors at us. Well, this... Thing ought to stop them. And it just went back and forth and back and forth. And it was, well, I'll destroy Space Ghost with my meteor ray. Well, that seemed too hot to handle. And it just went back and forth and back and forth. It was just, it was, however, it did not please certain pressure groups that felt it was horribly violent. So between Space Coast and a few other shows, uh, Space Ghost, I think, was one of the ones that they were not pleased with. That's where they eventually got pulled off the air. Um, and it didn't get back until the 70s. Dino Boy was, was one that isn't as well remembered because it didn't come back. Uh, Frankenstein Jr. did. Um, Dino Boy was a boy who, you know, they give you the premise. Hanna-Barbera would give you the premise in a few seconds and then you're done. You know, there you go. Here comes the cartoon. Bye-bye. So Dino Boy was a boy who parachuted into this Lost Valley that was the caveman and who protected him and there were dinosaurs. And it, it says sometimes in, in various things, Johnny Carson played Dino boy. It's not that jo- Johnny it's Carson It's John E John. Yes.
0: Yeah. John E period Carson.
1: Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's not the same one. What I remember, so he- what
0: I remember about space ghost is that no matter what the villain threw at him, he could fly, and he had fists. He had mighty fists because they they could throw like a a, yes. a light ray, a heat ray, a fire ray, and nothing stopped Space Ghost. I mean, he would just keep. He would relentlessly just pound it with his fist, and he would pound it back, and yeah. and, and, and it was just amazing.
1: Yeah, and then then they had this great this this great. Um, an inexpensive device called Inviso Power, yeah. which is basically just, okay, it's white lines with nothing filled in, yeah. but it's so cool because it's Inviso Power. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and Jan and Jason Blip, A monkey, could do it too. What else, what else was cool is the voices. You had the great Gary Owens, you had Tim Matheson, Johnny Quest as Jace, and then one of my favorite voice actors, Ginny Tyler as Jam, and Ginny Tyler and and one of the poses jan had was this lips pursing she'd do this mm, thing sometimes which is on the model sheet um Junie tyler was the disneyland storyteller on the lps in the early 60s she was the voice of the girl squirrel in the sword in the stone she was the wicked witch on the snow white ride at walt disney world for several years and she was polynesia the parrot and dr Doolittle with rex harrison Oh, my gosh. So many voices, so many recordings. Tell a story, made these cassettes with books. She was the narrator of those. On and on and on and on. Lot, tons, Davy and Goliath, Gumby. So many voices that she did. And hearing her over and over again in this, plus playing villains. I think she was the Spider-Woman playing villains. Uh, and other, other Hanna-Barbera actors, Henry Corden. Um, just lo- loads of them. Uh, the cool thing about Dino Boy is ha- Alice in Wonderland had just been made, so Hoyt Curtin's score from that was pulled. So you're hearing a lot of the Alice music in Dino Boy. So sound-wise, there's a lot to listen for in both the cartoons, uh, as well as to look at. So it's 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 wonderful. It, it's it's a lot of fun, and it's uh, it's classic of that time kind of action. And it had a massive impact on Saturday morning TV and on television in general. Um, it, it, it can't really be denied how important these shows were. They were really successful.
0: Space Ghost available on Blu-ray through our friends at the Warner Archive, and very quickly, Space Ghost was brought back as a talk show host when cartoon when either Cartoon Network or Boomerang launched that was, but that, that, that's a whole other conversation there.
1: That's true. And space, Co- and you can see those also on the boomerang app and that, that's another thing space coast uh, had a major impact on when space Coast coast to coast was initiated, it was a inexpensive way to take a classic character and two of the villains, Zorak and Brack making them sidekicks Yeah. and, uh, and, and turning it into this bizarre talk show. With with celebrities and an animated host. And it worked. It was bizarre and strange, but it worked. It ran several years and it actually was, it actually initiated the adult swim phenomenon. I mean, it was the the beginnings of an entire programming block. And it kind of started with Space Coast, Coast to Coast, and the whole idea of putting adult spins on some of these classic characters, and it was another way of keeping them alive which is is a kind of cool thing that that was the first real new wave of using these characters
0: be part of our conversation if you like what you hear have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of tv confidential we'd love to hear from you you can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash